All right. All right. Mama, mama, mama. Hey. Hey. Hey, what's up, Polar Bear Nation? Woof, woof. Awooga. What sounds do bears make? We asked this question. I think it's supposed to sound like kind of like Sasquatch. Yeah. I yeah. just imagine people think bears are Sasquatches a lot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I bet that's, I mean, that, that does track. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Bigfoot is real, but just most people who think they see Bigfoot, it's just they see a bear. The Bigfoot bear. is real. Sasquatch is not real. Sasquatch is the same thing as Bigfoot? Mm. I, uh... Are you a Squatcher? Yeah, I'm a Squatch truther. <laughs> It's a squatch truther. Yeah. Well, uh, my dad's a squatcher. Well, like I think, uh, I think uh, I'm the Ricky Gervais of cryptozoology, and I support oh. the belief of Bigfoot. Uh, but Sasquatch is a religious figure, so therefore not real. Uh, oh wow! New rule. I know you switched it from Ricky Gervais to Bill Maher, but you know. Yeah, you said something, and you just went with something else. Yeah. And you know what? That's fine. Yeah, it's going because you know the what flow. The, the crypto. Always with the crypto. What, is, what are you? Zoologists. Zoologists. Currency. Yeah. Crypto. I, all right. I, all right. Ranking cryptos. Crypto zoologists best. Cryptocurrency pretty bad. Crypto fascists the, the worst. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, top. Yeah. Top uh, three. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess cryptography. I could throw in a there. A crypto fascist is a fascist that like isn't like out out about it. Yeah, it's just one like of those. Like Stephen Miller terms. is not a crypto fascist. He's just a regular. Well, all fascists are. I mean, all crypto fascists are fascists. Hey, welcome to the Golden Podcast, <laughs> a His Dark Materials recap show. Uh, hi, I'm Chris Hottamy. I'm Iris Gorman. I'm Eric Klein. And we just watched Spies. And since we're going with the flow, this episode was often on a river. That's my that's my take. <laughs> wow, uh, it really was on a river. The f- uh, good job uh, with that great pun, and he's leaving us right now. He lost oh, your notes. Oh, he lost his notes. Oh yeah, I have notes. Right. I took the least notes of the podcast so mm-hmm. far. I wrote down some golden jokes. Uh, here's one joke that I wrote. Um, well, uh, there's a lot of like heights in this one. Like there's like a scary elevator and like a woman standing on the edge of a, of like a cliff and a lot of birds and like climbing onto buildings. There's a lot of heights, but there's still no Lin Manuel Miranda, so I guess it's not in the heights. Okay. Oh that was nice. wow! Yeah. Bravo! Thank clap! You, clap! Clap! Nice. Um, yeah. So this episode was a uh, was a funsies. It was all about Lyra uh, being with the uh, good old Egyptians. As they plan to go north. They're going north. You know, she got captured by the gobblers. Mm-hmm. And uh, she luckily got found. Yeah, Big got, turnaround. Ca- captured captured at the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. Found at the beginning of this yeah. one. But I like, you know, because I, I, I don't remember in the books if it was just like, oh, they found her in the alleyway mm-hmm. and not in a truck. But either way, I'm fine with it. Well, here's the thing I like about it is uh, they could have easily done a whole episode of her like with the gobbler captive captors, and then that just would have just stretched out the show. Oh yeah, like a whole episode on that, like kind of do. Yeah. Oh Uh, yeah, just a. So so far we haven't had like a bad episode. No, no, no. no, I mean, this is this was kind of like the episode that had the least things happen, but a lot of things. Yeah. are set up now for the whole 
yeah, rest ne- of the series. Yeah, this is the this is the like bathroom break episode to what was going to happen next episode, which is going to have everything. Polar bears. I yeah. mean, we thought the polar bears were coming in this time. We yeah. now we now know Lin Manuel Miranda's accent, chosen mm-hmm. accent, which is, is uh, like doing a. His SNL version his of a 1920s guy. It's just Lin Manuel. Yeah. I, I learned uh, this week that um, that character is supposed to be from Texas. Yes, mm-hmm. he's an old man from Texas with his bunny, big just, Sam yeah. Elliott mustache. Hat he's just Texan. Sam Elliott. Just yeah. and I think as as I said last episode, uh, I'm really into the Lin Manuel casting because Sam Elliott was the perfect casting. Yeah. And once you do that, you're like, well, who's the most opposite person of Sam Elliott? Like, who, this guy that's, like, very low energy and, like, subtle in his over-the-topness. But then you got Lin-Manuel Miranda, who looks, like, you look at Sam Elliott, and you're like, that's a character. You look at Lin-Manuel Miranda, and you're like, he just looks like a guy. And then, like, he's, like, always just trying so hard. And Sam Sam Elliott, he doesn't have to try. Total, total. Yeah. Same. Sam, it's just like uh, I saw a guy who kind of looked like Sam Elliott mm. on a cooking show. Uh, it was like for the best barbecue or something. And this guy, you know, he his presentation was always terrible. Mm. But he tried so hard to make it look nice, even though it just still looked bad. But it was like clearly the best fucking food you've ever eaten, you know? Yeah. So you're like, you deserve it. But like you see Land manuel and it's like it would be flashy. You'd be kind of a little scared to eat it. Yeah. Well, Lynn manuel Miranda would make you a meal and then you he would watch you eat it with his, without blinking and with a big smile, just waiting to know like how much you loved it. And you wouldn't know if you actually enjoyed it. In fact, you'd probably like it less because you'd be like picking up like you'd be overanalyzing it and be like, "Is it bad?" And you're like, "No, I love it, man. It has a great mouth feel." And then he'd, be, yeah, I don't know. He's like, "Is there too much paprika?" And you're like, "No, it's the right amount, buddy." But there is, there is. There's too much because you know if you said there was too much paprika, <clears throat> soul destroyed. All of this yeah. just makes me excited for next week. Oh yeah, yeah. Am, there's gonna good or bad. There's and, gonna be a lot to chew on. Yeah, mm. and like a lot of things did happen in this. Oh episode, yeah, but yeah. it just was like a slower. It was a like a lazy river. Yeah, episode. we were just yeah we were just on the hanging out, I mean, floating. Yeah, there was yeah this episode there was like so Lyra oh yeah oh I was gonna thinking like oh what thing that the thing I'm thinking mm. about is uh, Miss Coulter Oof. so that stuff comes Whole a little mood later. This episode oh she's she <laughs> is a mood and I'm, yeah I'm I'm kind of here I'm here for it. There's a moment and then we can we start talking about the plot. There's a moment when she's like sitting down on a couch after murdering somebody and and she's just is like I'm done like, like <laughs> not, not like oh no I'm done but it's like you know like hey wake me up when September like it's just like she's <laughs> wake very me up when September she, yeah just has like a perfect like lounging energy to her um Miss Coulter in this episode Mrs Coulter is great. on the edge yeah literally yeah. yeah you know they do talk she talks about how she's like uh, afraid of kind of afraid of heights in the previous mm. episodes or previous episode yeah. and then uh she's just uh, playing chicken with herself so uh yeah basically was, they pulled back that shot should have been creepier it should have mm. made my palms sweat this, and i heights. wonder if they very they didn't show how far she could fall mm-hmm. while she was doing the dance on the edge and mm-hmm. i wondered if it was because it was too scary too scary yeah too oh. much too triggering mm-hmm. for um, the for the those of us who think about jumping when whenever we're mm-hmm. At the precipice. Oh, did you guys notice a weird scene with Miss Coulter and, uh, oh, I, 
you know, the the Lord guy of the, uh, Voldemort. The, the, no, 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 the no. other guy who's the university. Oh, oh, uh, Clark mm-hmm. Peters, uh, the master. Yes, yes, the, yes. Um, they had a weird cut, like yeah. when they were talking, yeah. like mm-hmm. they kept they focused on her face for his lines, yeah. and like mm. the the guy who was doing it, his lips didn't move at the right time. Yep. That happens a and lot, then, though. But on that the TVs. Was, yeah, but that wasn't the part. But they just lasted on her face for too yeah. long. Mm. I just felt like the, the camera loved her. Yeah, I mean, she looked great, but it was like, we didn't see his point of view very often, and just, I felt like that scene was filmed, just that interaction was filmed very weird, so I wonder. That that was an editor's choice. The editor decided to stay on her face. The show loves her face. She does a lot of that barely concealed rage. She's so, Mm. or just crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. now now it's just getting, like, Mm. more and more just frantic. yeah. And she's about she's she's like oh I'm gonna burn down the world for to find dun 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 my daughter I know it's not like I spoiled it for anyone in the last couple episodes um not at all uh no but uh the show did also lay that mayo on pretty yeah yeah because it's very clear if you're not a kid you know um yeah so so (laughs) after is this show for kids I think so oh. It, I mean, it can be, but here's the thing. It's just like kind of like the books. There's more things to it mm-hmm. than you would think. Like you think, oh, you're when you're just a kid, you're just yeah. like, oh, you've got these bad guys. You don't really understand mm-hmm. that they're like a religious figure and there's that kind of yeah. stuff going there. And then we have, but then as a kid, you just see like cool, badass little girl mm-hmm. who just does mm-hmm. whatever she wants with her fucking soul animal who can change shapes. Oh, and what? There's going to be witches? Mm-hmm. There's gonna be witches. Yeah, Serafina Picola is about to be in this Ooh. bitch. I'm so oh, excited. We're um, gonna have witches maybe next episode too. We're gonna so have witches. Witches, all back. Be, yeah. We, we'd yeah. assumed witch, bear, north. I I would have sprinkled. I know it's hard to, but I would have tried to sprinkle them out a little. But it's gonna be. This is gonna be appetizer this episode, and then a feast uh, next one. Uh, I had a thought about that. I oh mean, yeah, for kids. I do think it's for kids. I think it can be, but it's not. Well, I mean, I, but they're not targeting kids. True, but I think this is the only HBO show I've seen in a long time that didn't have the legally required HBO nudity. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's been no nudity on this no. show. There's been a lack of actual threatening violence in yeah. a way that I was this episode. I was like, this Magisterium, they ain't so bad. Like the <laughs> cops, like raid the boat. And like they, stomp around and like they tore stuff apart, you know. But they like they didn't stuff. even tear the books. They like knocked the books over. They didn't tear them. Well, they did at the university. Yeah. No one gets bit by these dogs. You're right. So you're saying these that are like, the magisterium is better than our cops? Um, yeah, these cops are like they have a light touch. Well, that's. I mean, that's also. Well, I mean, they don't draw blood. They didn't draw any blood that we saw. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, all right. If if you tried to stop them. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine it, that they they would, but that's my opinion. You can disagree. When it's they, fine. When they raided the You're Egyptians' boats, yeah. they uh, were they were mean. They were bad, but they're not like an American like fully loaded army cop like who gets the address wrong for like somebody's <laughs> like oh by the way there's a noise complaint at like four zero eight five McLaughlin and they read it as four 
501 or something and they just bust down the door and then shoot everyone and then shoot all the dogs and like then, and then they act a little more tough because yeah. the camera crew is with them that yeah. day they're filming a reality television yeah, show where they have like an act yeah and it's like you know they yeah they they, they just mow pancake an entire house like look we live in america we have uh I don't know where I was going with this, except that all uh, ACAP, all cops are bastards, even the Maj- even, look, the Magisterian cops are just doing their jobs. Super polite. Mm-hmm. Super polite, super white. <laughs> well, mm. I was thinking, well, they were really trying to impress, you know, their boss when mm. they're at the university. They were really being yeah. thorough. But that was an introduction of a new character, I think. We, 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 uh, we met a new Magisterium uh, cop with a snarling dog demon. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a bald yeah. head. I think, I think he's coming yeah. back to show... But they didn't really... Um, I just, it's nice to have a villain with a face. But we didn't. they didn't make him that yeah. much of a villain. They could have. They could have made him worse. He couldn't find a lost girl. He, he was right there. Um, so, yeah, basically, right after Lyra gets rescued in the beginning, uh, the Magisterium ransacks, the, uh, ransacks Oxford. Jordan and, College. Jordan College? Yes, okay. Oxford in our universe, Jordan okay. College in theirs. Well, it, okay, uh, Jordan College, they ransack it. And uh, they do do a lot of fascism in it. There is, uh, it's, it, it's as we're saying, Loki. It's, it's softer than say what's going on in like Bolivia right now. But it's like, it's still they're tearing up a lot of books. Yeah, she's you know they steal some. Try, hmm. yeah, trying to find some uh, illegal. Find me anything illegal. Yeah, yeah find anything. Yeah, contra- sacrilegious. Was sacrilegious. It? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, they they found books that are that help. Uh, the elite. The elite. Lithiometer. Did she say heresy? Heresy. Oh yeah, it's heresy. So here's my. All right. So they're like, they find the books and then they're like, hey, Clark Peters is the master. Uh, These books, uh, you shouldn't have them. He's like, well, we're an educational institution, and he's. They're like, she says that uh, they're only for people who want to learn how to use an alethiometer. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they're bad. And I'm gonna. I know that she's the villain, and it doesn't matter. But a logic point there. Uh, it. If you're still a, a place of learning, you would have books like that there, even if you're not going to use a bad thing. Yeah, but were they were they just readily available? I, I mean, they had to ransack a lot to find yeah. them. I'm just saying, like, you can, True. like, having a textbook that tells you how to build a gun or how to build a nuclear weapon, it's not like that's a big no Like, nuclear, it's not a big no-no. You the the no no is having a nuclear weapon and have and starting the process of making the nuclear weapon or have or starting to make a gun. I don't know what gun laws are. There are none. I forgot that. But like, you can have a you can learn how to make poison. But like they smashed, they they didn't even smash. They threw a few books they around. They fashed. They they threw a few books around and then left. They tore stuff up. They broke. It's going to be a real pain to clean up. They ripped out a few pages and threw it in the fire to they, symbolize fascism. Oh yeah, she was just being an asshole when she did that. She's like, yeah. ah, "You're never gonna see. You don't are never gonna know what's on these pages." Um, <laughs> like what a jerk. She found the pages with the only nudity in the show. I was like, "Now you're never gonna see uh, this naked drawing of Garfield." Uh, now, um, yeah, there was a moment in that where yeah, she is really thinking uh, that. Uh, that Lyra is there, but we are like, no, Lyra's with the Egyptians. We yeah. know that. You're wrong. Stop beating up on these academics. Although she does make a point about how academia is bad. It's a bunch of old men talking in old ways about old stuff. 
Yeah, and I was like, ooh, she she is making a really good point there. Yeah, it's heartbreaking. Worst person you know makes an excellent point. I know, yeah. it's always it's always hard. You're like, yeah. oh. It's... We, but we did learn a little more about her uh, backstory. Ooh, we learned a lot. And you know what? Society did her wrong. Yeah, so she mm-hmm. was married yeah. to Mr. Coulter. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a first name. Probably never did. Yeah, it doesn't uh, sound like a good dude. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, some rich guy, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. And then... Uh, Men she... get funny about their shame. Uh, was that the line? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, that's the one thing I wrote down today. That yeah. Is in... That was, oh, I'm just going to, just you know, they're going to go try to kill she a baby. She really came alive, Mrs. Costa. Me. Ma Costa. Hope you're happy. Ma Costa. I am. I want to talk about that yeah, cause later. Chris, last, I week, hear... last week, well, I'll just mention that last okay. week Chris pointed out that that actress was mm-hmm. given jack squat to mm-hmm. do with yeah. her pain other than uh, whine and moan and yeah. barely had a line and had a few scenes of uh, hysteria but not a lot mm-hmm. of agency which was pretty typical male writing of yeah. female characters in distress mm-hmm. but, um but bam now she's a real character yeah, yeah now she's a active character yes. who's kind of who well, like is contributing to forward mom- momentum of the plot uh, yeah because yeah. before your complaint was just like no she's blocking everything and yeah. not making anything go forward but now mm-hmm. that's a good point. Now she gets to actually do stuff, and the yeah. actor gets a lot of good scenes to she, work. Yeah, she's uh, so we, getting helping Lyra. Yeah, getting Lyra to trust her. Oh wait, because she was the person who took care of her for a while. Yeah. So we'll go back to Coulter's backstory in a moment. Yeah. But we'll because they're linked. We learn all about Mrs. Coulter's backstory, and we learn a lot more about Lyra's backstory. Yeah. Uh, and Lyra's connection to the Egyptians. Because yes, the Egyptians took her in during uh-huh. uh, after she was given birth to yeah, and kind of bef- like the, so, the husband kind of like knew but was so angry. Miss Coulter and uh, was married to Mister Coulter, but then yes. she met young James McAvoy, Lord, Lord Asriel, mm-hmm. who was so full of spirit. Yeah, and it would have been twelve years ago. Thinking about this, would have been right around the time that McAvoy was uh, first cast as. Uh, do, uh, Professor Xavier. So like, oh, so peak, peak timing. Yeah, she's like Ooh. in his career. He's doing well. He's like exploring a lot. Yeah, just was in the Last King of Scotland. It's just yeah. like Whew. so very hot, a uh, very hot commodity. She gets on. She they have an affair. If they fall in love a lot, and uh, they conceive a child, Lyra. And I don't know if, like, Mr. Coulter was like, you know, I'm okay with this until the child was born, or was, like, that oblivious. He didn't know about it and then found out and then got angry. Hey, buddy, if uh, you're not, like, with your... Hey, to our listeners, to the Polar Bear Nation, uh, we live in 2019 now. Anyone can be poly. You don't have to be infidelitous. But, not to defend infidelity, but... If you're away from your partner long enough that you wouldn't realize that they were pregnant and had a baby, yeah. uh, maybe that relationship doesn't need to uh, be happening. Unless you're, like, an astronaut, then it's fine. But still, I'm saying he should have been more attentive to Mrs. Coulter. Yeah, clearly he did not pay enough attention yeah. to her. Because, you know, I just, I'm just i assuming. I have a lot of assumptions about Mr. Coulter. I assume he's older. Yeah. I assumed it was probably not a marriage for love. She was... Yeah. Well, it's a bad society. They, they So, uh, after she gives birth, Mr. Coulter really wants to kill that kid. Wants, wants to, to kill Lyra. Yeah, kill mm. that baby. 
And <laughs> and that's where the, the beautiful line about the shame that you mm-hmm. mentioned. Yeah. I mean, maybe, and maybe he Men was. Men get funny about their shame. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he <laughs> was, like, babies. more, maybe he didn't know <laughs> what was happening and was, like, not okay with it, but, like, gritting his teeth and upset about it. But then the moment there was a physical embodiment in the world, that's when his mind broke. And he's like, no, I gotta kill this baby girl. Um, And then James McAvoy beats his old man to death. <laughs> or he, they say he died in a conflict. So maybe, they they had a they uh yeah had a battle. I'm maybe just, he fell. I'm imagining him like having because he's old and like having a heart attack like right when he's about to punch James McAvoy and like, but they say something where like the laws sticky in this situation because he was the aggressor and killed. But they, what's the? It was one. Oh well, he has a right to protect himself in his own home, mm-hmm. but also a man has a right to. Uh, like avenge their shame yeah it was it was it was they a said cuckold has weird. a right to murder it wasn't about it was framed with the woman in the they said a man right. has like a right to uh like avenge his wife avenge a they used a word that implied it's a, one of the things when like you know it it it, it it was one of the things where in the old times um they would do uh, racism and lynchings by, and with the justification of like, oh, this consensual biracial relationship was like uh, to protect a woman's honor. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was that was a th- it was something like that. So it implied that like they would framed it as like, oh no, this wasn't a romantic affair. Uh, James McAvoy violate, you know, and that just you know, oh, that just adds another layer of unpleasantness to the society the way they frame it, you know. Because uh, it's not really about like, you know, in in this case, it's not about protecting Mrs. Coulter. It's just him getting a chance to kill a kid. Yeah, um, yeah. He wants to kill that kid and kill. Yeah. So James McAvoy took a uh, letter live with the Egyptians for a bit, but then. And then she well she yeah. and then well to the well she was in the nunnery. And then he during the Great Flood he yeah took her to to the, to the Egyptians. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after the Great Flood, he took her to, to the, the... Oh, was that yeah, from the nunnery? To Jordan so it was to Egyptians, but then, like, the cops Help. came, and then they were like, ooh, we can't have her here because she's and not then they were safe. like nuns. nuns. Then nuns wanted none of them. Uh, and then, no, uh, that's some nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then then he took her to the, you know, to Logan College, no, uh, <laughs> Jordan College. In um, a helicopter. In the yeah. world's only helicopter. Yeah, uh, maybe it came over from Alaska. Uh, I mean, they have those weird bug things that, that are not yeah. alive that can track you. Spy I'm flies? Still, spy, spy flies. flies. I, you know, spy flies when you're having fun. Uh, oh. I really like the spy flies. This episode was called Spies. And I was like, who's the spy? There's an evil spirit inside with a No, I don't think it's an evil spirit. It's a spirit that has a curse put th- or there's spell. A cursed, there's a cursed, yes, cursed spirit. Inside of a little, because it had the little markings on it, so I'm like, ooh. And she's not allowed to use that kind of stuff. No, it's dark magic. That that is some. That is against the magisterium. It's haram. Uh, No, yeah. uh, Where? Yeah. So, yeah. uh, We learn all about that. About that. So we learn that. Oh, yeah. And basically, Mrs. Coulter's life was in ruin because you know, basically, you know, eighteen. Well, not eighteen. Well, her husband was dead. Yeah. And then her lover is a is um absconds to adventure yeah he he lost all of his stuff too mm-hmm. his yeah. wealth and yeah stuff and she's shunned through for all of society yeah uh, which 
you know, yeah, hey, I mean, judgmental, you know, and I'm glad that we have moved past slut shaming and that we are a perfect society now. Uh, well, like, yeah, it's not a problem. <laughs> good, good job, America. <laughs> yep, we uh, did it. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, yeah. So, so part of she had a very justified grudge against society and against everything in it. Um, interesting that she's aligned with the Magisterium, given what I would have to assume would be th- that they are uh, largely behind the cultural forces that made it okay uh, for her to be uh, shunned from everything and and. It's it's the way to power. True. I think, I guess, yeah. Hey. kind of like, you're just like, oh, well, I'm going to... Be evil. I'm just going to go uh, get as much power as I can. And uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird she does have so much power, but I guess also not as much power as she thinks. Yeah, she wants more. I like there was a moment when, then, when, she was, when the Magisterium guys were complaining about her, and they did they make a point, but like... Like she, well, someone's like she's doing her job. It's like yeah, but she's doing it poorly. And it's like, <laughs> all right, right now she is kind of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's kind of just like ripping up some books right now for no reason. There's yeah. not actually like there's some. I wish we knew more about like what the magisterium like is in mm-hmm. this television show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We, like if they're a religion, we never see them perform. Like we never see the a church full yeah. of people who are believers. We don't see like rituals. If they're the government, we don't ever see like like are they you know is there a parliament? Is there mm. like a board? Do they have like a are yeah, they guess, controlled by a giant spider and a cauldron? They don't address it. Mm. Yeah, there's very little. It's just that they wear suits and, they're and stomp evil. around. They got boots and suits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't really go into it as much and they might but what's well, uh, in the show because they keep their i mean they've been adding adding in backstory for mm-hmm. some things already it's a sticky situation because uh, religion is inherently political yes um, and uh, the moment they make a point about what this the people actually believe in this religion you are potentially alienating people which is I'd think totally okay, but the money people are like, whoa, 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 that's what happens. Jews, you mean Jews, right? Oh, God, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, n- um, but, uh, I, I mean George Soros. <laughs> uh, I mean, Hillary Kilton. Uh, oh. No, uh, what else, what do I mean? Um, but no, the, you know, the, the executives at Viacom River owns, I mean, with but, the first. But I don't, because if this was, um, created by BBC. Cool, I, yeah. And they're. They're generally cool, yeah. They're the ones who create, like. Yeah. Biggest funders of it, so. Yeah. That's a good yeah. question. Where, right? who's, who is signing these checks? Who's behind it? So, yeah. I don't, yeah. I just don't think, like, right now, where would we where would we have seen more behind? I don't know. Yeah. More of it, but I understand you want to know because you're spent, like we spent a lot of time doing a lot of things. Yeah. Today and there yeah. was there could have been a little bit of maybe even last time. Yeah, I would have liked some. So I I not realize this now, but in, I mean now I do. I would like to see some good old religious world building to feel exactly what their like what do their supporters feel because like you don't get a fascist regime without a- appealing to a very significant yeah. size yeah. of the and population and we only see the people that are 
that are against them, basically, yeah. or that who are or the, them. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, we don't get to see the normal everyday person. We get to see that we see the Egyptians and the scholars, and they're very. We don't get to see the person who says, "Look, I'm I'm socially liberal, but I'm fiscally magisterium." Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah. don't. We never get to see that. Um, so disappointing. Know, that be fun. Um, <laughs> hey. Maybe next maybe. episode. They do. They do do a lot of fun stuff. Speaking of other extra book stuff, uh, Voldemort went across the border. <laughs> he went back to the our world again. Mm. Uh, I'm so excited. Oh yeah, um, his car was booted. His what, car was booted, and that was that was much fun. more realistic because yeah. I did I did find that to be um, yeah unacceptable last time that his car had not been towed. Uh, I find it funny. I like they it. wouldn't even boot it. They would just tow it because yeah. it's taking up a space. This In is London. a big city. Um, I love it because it's like he Calling knows foul. how to use a phone. He knows how to use a car. He knows how to use a computer. Pretty he knows so, how to hire very talented hackers. Yeah. So basically, it just shows that he's he just doesn't care about his car getting booted. Um, yeah. He's he's. It made me think about like where does money come from mm-hmm. and like why why do we care about it at all? Mm-hmm. And so like if this is an interdimensional being and he's a man who travels yeah. back and forth between worlds, and yet he has the power to like pay. A hacker to work for him. He has power. Yeah. And and the hacker makes it clear. It's, he's doing it for money. He's mm-hmm. not doing it because, like, can I come to your world and, like, yeah. be be more popular than I am in this world? Like, hacker's doing it just for cash. Mm-hmm. So, like, if yeah. he can, like, where does he get cash? How does he get rich in this world? And, like, if he has that capability, like, can't he, like, be infinitely rich? Yeah, probably. I yeah, mean, I, I, I was thinking about that too. Like, I'm like, oh, because he seems like he is, um, he is the heir of a rich person. Mm-hmm. He's very good heir of that. Uh, he, I just felt, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, what sketchy stuff does he do for mm-hmm. the magisterium? Because we don't necessarily know what he does in general, but we know he works with Miss Coulter, kind yeah. of. Well, now yeah. we know that he's also freelancing. Yeah. That he's, oh, yeah, he's got his own project. Yeah, so whatever he's doing, well, now we kind of know. He wants to know, uh, find John Perry. Yeah. He wants, John Peregrine. He wants to find the Osprey. person. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the only other person that he knows that's crossed over in some capacity. Because uh, he makes a big point about how it's scary to go into another universe, which fair. Um, yeah, it would be scary. Yeah. But he's like, ooh. But I'm better than everyone else. Everyone else is chickens. I was just reading this morning a a story where uh, a character jumps from alternate timeline to alternate timeline. It was written in the 1940s by mm-hmm. one of my favorite writers. And each time they jump, it's like he has to readjust because like people's accents mm. shift. Like he stays in New York City each time, but like this time, like. There's much more of a Norwegian influence, and mm. this time there's a lot more like Asiatic. And it's so, like every time mm. he goes, like he has to like a, like he has to adjust. And as soon as he starts talking, people can hear that he doesn't belong. Ooh, and like interesting. it's it's fun that in these two worlds, um, everyone's accents are pretty much the same. Um, I wonder how much crossover there's been through these worlds over the years. Cause maybe there's right. more than just these two cultural exchange. Yeah. Yeah, much like uh, the Polynesians to the Andes, you know, you know or the Chinese to Mexico. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, um, I was, oh, I was thinking. Well, something that they said uh, is John Perry mm-hmm. 
where he went missing was in the north. In well, he our north, he, the North Estate, Alaska, <laughs> where which also has bears. But uh, no, yeah, he was from so, their world, our world. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. We learned that this guy that is from our world. Yeah. So now he wants he wants to know all the information. Sna- Voldemort would like to like that like that tidbits of information so of world Alaska traveling. is north because I always thought I always thought that it should be it's like Antarctica mm-hmm. but I guess not yeah well because Antarctica doesn't have any like land mammals so no bears yeah no no armored so it's bears it's just like northern Canada yeah the tundra um, oh I like this a moment when because uh, Voldemort's like no he can't be from your world he had a he has an osprey demon and the, the guy's like well, maybe when you go there, you automatically just get a demon yeah, when you cross over. Yeah, demon just materializes for you. And Voldemort says, no, I don't think so. And the guy says, I don't think you know what you're talking about. And yeah, it's kind of, yeah, he definitely called him out. Yeah. He did, they, that was, that was yeah. a tense exchange with that snake coming out of the sleeve. There's some good demon action in this episode. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I liked it when Mrs. Coulter's monkey worried mm-hmm. that she might fall off the building yeah yeah mrs coulter not having a great week having uh, a terrible terrible week yeah. lost her daughter might be losing her job yeah. she's gotten some warnings already you know mm-hmm. now she's drinking and just standing on some ledges yeah she's taunting falling and it's oh, yeah she's like does she want to jump kind of yeah mm-hmm. i think she definitely think she will eventually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought I saw a fall in the uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, sizzle reel of the entire series. I don't think oh she does. Oh my goodness! See, you would know mm-hmm. if, if I reread the books. If you read, yeah, I should. The books. I should learn to read. Um, yeah, um, that's our next mission. I just watch <laughs> sizzle reels very closely. Mm, I like sizzler reels. So yeah, uh, what was it? Ooh. Oh yeah. Hey, I want one. So there was a lot in this episode that I felt addressed critiques of mine of the show in good ways. So hmm. first off, Ma Custer, she got to do more. Ma Custer. Um, but there was they. There was a lot of we got to see a demon talk to another person. Yes. So that has like okay, cool. We now know that that bond is real. And there was uh, there was that was kind of my favorite scene in this whole episode where they scene. just sat down and talked about how demons work. Talked about the rules. <laughs> yeah, we need yeah. the rules. I just love it. Like yeah. that's just let's just go off on a little boat off, journey demon. and talk more about how demons work and who they who who they hang. Yeah, can, yeah. Can demons hang out? That was good. And it seemed like Pan has different kind of different feelings yeah. than right. like Pan's like no, we should trust them. Like Pan kind of has more of a instinctual. Yeah. Uh, and Pan's the demon that yeah. is the first demon we've seen now speak, address Dude. another human mm-hmm. yeah. that's not their own. And in this case, it was, uh, what's this dude's name? I uh, love he's him. He's the guy from Game of Thrones. He's a guy from Game of Thrones. Because they call him uh, Fa, Fa, Fa John and Fa. Fa Costa. Yeah. Fa, so it's Fa Costa, Fa John. So they're like the yeah. kind of the, the leaders. Father. Of, they're, they're, the, they're the gypsy leaders of mm-hmm. their little tribes yeah and i think um fa john is like the the single like the top mm-hmm. yeah top. he's the king yeah well, the kind ki- of a yeah. king but we're ta- and then there's this uh big red-headed dude yeah. with the big yeah. hands and the shabby cheek yeah shoot, isn't that fa john but he's not the king he's like the second i don't know i don't know i think no he's like the he's the top no, he uh, was running the meeting 
No, that's not the guy that was in the meat. The, the the ginger guy, the old man with the big beard. He was the guy that was talking to her. To Pantalamion. Oh, man. Uh, the rules, what not the I? king. I'm just... That's he's a, also an authority figure. Yeah. I feel like he's like a vice president or a secretary of state. Yeah. He, he knows a lot. He had more work to do in this episode. Mm. But yeah. Being... Uh, being uh, there's one line he had that I want to address. Yeah. He was like... Yeah, you, it's interesting. Uh, you learn a lot about a person via their demon, which yeah. is cool. Good to know. We know that, but it's good to be stated. And you always be surprised sometimes when some people have one thing that you might have thought would be a different one. And at one point he said somebody's demon could be a poodle. And this made me wonder a thing. Poodles are, 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 are abominations <laughs> against the laws of nature and have no, like, look. They're great for mixing. They have a lot of problems, but like poodles are a dog breed. Yeah, Yeah. are a constructed by human breed. And I, all right, I just came up with an answer for this question, and now I feel. But I just found that weird. Of like, in this world, would a poodle have naturally been bred? Because all the other animals came from nature. Well, we had we also had this question: is in in the world of his dark materials, where people have demons, do does anybody have a house cat? I, I, or or I puppies? So. Do people have pets? Because why would they? Yeah, have the weird. need for this close relationship yeah. with human animals if they already have the demons yeah. that they're always with? Um, yeah, because like I, <sighs> there are no pet parrots. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen any. Any? I haven't. I don't even think we've seen any like horses. So that's a no. real slip up. Mm-hmm. There, yeah. there can't be poodles. But then I realized here's the logic for it: is that our world has made poodles. Yeah. So our world it's linked to theirs the, the multiverse is... and you know poodle could have slipped through a, a thing so then when <laughs> once one person sees it now it just a exists poodle was the first thing that crossed over yeah um and then that's how... you're being too forgiving oh uh, you know what it's a uh, <laughs> i'm curious yeah uh they blew it yeah you're right. also hey uh, where was the guy that they were torturing how come the cops didn't find him uh, that actually is a that's a yeah. A question I don't care too much about, but it's valid. Also, how come the cops didn't find Lyra? I don't understand. They just cut to the the scene was over for here's no reason. Here's my take. They didn't find her because they didn't actually weren't actually looking for her. They were just uh, using just it as an opportunity them. to uh, harass and assault minorities. Yeah, and um, just and just to like appease. Yeah, right, right, right. they have to check a box. Yeah, they just they're doing their ritual that police do uh, for fascist states, where they have to has- make the life of the downtrodden slightly more inconvenienced. Uh, stats, so, yeah, for stats. Yeah, so that's why they didn't find her. They weren't really looking. Um, just this also, is the number, and she of, was like behind like a yeah. thick wall. Like, but like no one gets arrested. Yeah, which is you you expect them to arrest a bunch of them because mm-hmm. that's cops do. Uh, yeah. Take them away. Also, cops are, and may I stress this? So the, cops are bad at their jobs, uh, <laughs> generally speaking. But they, what, they're, these they're, cops are, but they're not really necessarily are less evil than not, our cops. Yeah. But not, their world is sweeter. <laughs> well, for now, mm. I mean, what are they doing to these kids? That's yeah. True. Well, I mean, as 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 has been mentioned in previous episodes, good thing that we're not ha- kidnapping any kids in our government. Oh and, what? Hey. Oh no. Anyway, um, so the demons can talk to other people. Yeah, that's good. Um, answer some good demon stuff. Poodles, a cab. Oh, speaking of the dog, I always like when there's like a CGI dog in a movie or TV show. And look, first of all, I understand why, but I always find it funny when it's like you could have just gotten a dog. Yeah, it's hard to get cats to act. It's really yeah. easy to get dogs to act. Dogs um, wanna, dogs wanna be good. 
I was, mean, uh, yeah. you can train cats to do anything. <laughs> you just got to, yeah, you got to respect them. Um, they're not difficult to work with. They're nuanced. Sorry, they're just, um, they know what they like and mm. they have standards and they're not going to deal with um, the pillow not in the right place. Okay? That uh, doesn't yeah. mean they're difficult. They just have standards. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's the thing: when when cats are hard, or when cats are quote unquote hard to work with, people complain about. But when a dog does like uh, you know character work and is a totally horrible, people are like that dog's a genius. It's a ridiculous double standard for it's, you know. It is a total double standard. Yeah. Oh, my cat can high five me. Mm-hmm. That's way cooler than your dog doing it because your dog's just um, yeah. trying to get treats. My cat also trying to get treats, but it's way. But it will only do it for yeah. treats. If you don't have a treat in your hand, he's not getting tricked like a dog. When my Sorry. cat actually like asks for attention, like, I feel very special mm-hmm. on that. Like, that one day where, I suppose all the other days where it's, like, too cool for school. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, A cab, all cats are the best. Uh, <laughs> all the cats are the best. <laughs> um, all right. But uh, about I find it always funny when there's a CGI dog. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just... And I get they did it probably because, because like they wanted to it to to have a more animated look to it, because like, to have like facial, yeah, because it's more human kind of exactly because even yeah they they do act they act human they have a different all the animals have different physicalities than a than a standard animal would so I think it would have kind of stood out to have one of the demons just be a real yeah we found out. That in this show, lots of the cops have dog demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you are, cops, dirty dogs. They should be pigs. They should have been pigs. Oh my god, I wonder. Yet. I wonder the. Okay, mm-hmm. I wonder though. There's probably a police officer who does have a pig one, and everyone's like, "You did this to yourself." At this point, like, yeah. I look. I think they're not doing enough opportunities in the show of joke demons. Yeah, we, like I mean, what, what, what? Like what kind of? demon were you thinking well like that right like uh, having a cop oh, and having the pig, like a yeah. pig um having a really tall person having a giraffe that'd be funny um yeah like just having like having like somebody with like big ass whisker mustache with like a like a like a wombat or not a wombat but like a uh like a, like a muskrat you know oh yeah 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 like get get me some of that get me i want i want some goofy stuff you know i want someone with a nice like yeah, I hate the joke, you know, uh, like, John Oliver always makes a joke about looking like Zazu from, uh, from, from Lion King, and then he played Zazu from Lion King. Yeah, yeah. But, like, like have it, like, a guy like that who, like, I look like a bird, and then have their, have, like, a bird animal. Like, I want more funny ones. You want it to be very clear, They're leaving, yeah. they're leaving opportunities on the table. Yeah, it's fun, yeah, it's a goofy, it's Wait a- Wait for season two, you yeah, never know. yeah. yeah. I mean, they're going to listen to our podcast. They're going to take this suggestion yeah, and go with it. All going to join the writers room um, of the uh, of the show. But uh, yeah, so the cops I, come. I take things off the rails so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they well, gave me this, so privilege. off the rails, you could be in a river. Uh, so speaking of the Egyptians, there's a my favorite thing of this episode was a meta commentary. So when the Egyptian king is talking to Lyra earlier. Uh, he's like he does that thing that all serialized mystery shows do even ones that have an existing novel base where we could find the answers just by googling or learning how to read uh they do a thing where they go like we can't tell you the answer to that question that we know right now because of 
it's not the right time. Well, they already told us why. Yeah. The prophecy. I know the prophecy, but also it feels like it's... But it is also like a... It's like, oh, we need to save this revelation for later. And then Lyra's having an argument with Ma Coster, and Ma Coster says a similar thing, and then Lyra says... I am so bored of being told that. I know. I wrote that down also. Because I was like, wow, that is... And the way she said it, she didn't sound bored. Mm -hmm. She was pissed. (laughs) But I'm I'm like, wow, what a great way to put something. I'm like, now that's a great... Yeah. But I think it works not just as his character, but as a show thing. Because, like, how many times have you seen, like, a show like Heroes or, I don't know, another mystery show where they're like, ah, they're important. And they're like, "But, but why? Like... Why were you there 400 years ago? Like, I, I could answer that really quickly. But there's another scene that's happening. And it's like, and you're like, well, and it, it's boring. It takes you out of the narrative because you're just like. Ugh, they're just dragging this story yeah. line on for far too long. But yeah, get to that point and then do the next thing. But God, they, I'm so bored of being told yeah, that. But they, they just like, no, we're going to tell it. We're going to yeah. give you. They didn't give us everything, but they gave us enough to keep the story moving. Yeah, she didn't want to tell her, because she's like, yeah, Miss Coulter's a piece of shit, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I don't... And then you have to deal with that. You're already a kid who's dealt with a lot of weird trauma. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's had a weird... That kid's had a... Lyra's had a mm-hmm. very, um... Yeah. Very, um, non-loving growing up. Mm-hmm. But she does have a lot of compassion. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Oh. Well, Pantalameon has been mm-hmm. there for yes. her the whole time. That is true. She's mm-hmm. always had them. Yeah. I feel so bad for uh, Miss Coulter's demon. Yes. It's always, like, sad. It's so sad. But it's also... We've never heard it speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, even in p- private. All right. What would be the funniest voice for it to speak? That isn't <laughs> racist. Hi! Yeah, I'm like, uh, excuse me. Hey, I just, um, excuse me. I needed, um, I'm or, just a golden monkey. Or, what if it's like a pirate voice? Are you matey? I cast Tony Hale. Okay, I, I like. I just watched uh, Toy Story 4, okay. where Tony Hale plays Sporky. So I want that voice. Mm-hmm. I want Sporky's voice have for any, the monkey. Have any of you seen the, uh, much, the tragically not an oscar-nominated film a talking cat yes first off great right um yeah clearly porn house filmed <laughs> yeah. in a porn house with porn actors with porn actors and porn energy it's just all porn yeah. well that guy the director because we had to look yeah it up. david dakato yeah definitely porn director oh yeah all a bunch of twink porn I, oh right. you got a favorite director nah, nice yeah. to know. he's great no i'm so but a talking cat Great. Um, so, yeah, Iris, tell Eric what a talking cat is, please. Well, there's this cat, and um, he has very old, uh, old man voice. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do you, can you do an impression of the voice? Um, I'm not good at. So, all right. So, um, if I if I could tag in on yeah, talking cat, yeah. a film I love. Um, yeah, you clearly one probably <laughs> seen it re- more recently seen than it I. like six times. Yeah, I saw it once. Oh well, I'll oh. have to watch it for a seventh. Um, so, a talking cat, it's, the reason we say it like that is it's exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point mm. in the title, is the a story of a magical cat that comes into people's lives in, like, a vague California suburb, cul-de-sac, mountain town, and changes things for them with wisdom and magic. That cat is just a regular cat. Yeah, he, but get, with, he gets hit by a car. Oh, yeah. He survives. 
he gets it. he gets injured a couple times and then he yeah. has to get wrapped they just <laughs> they wrapped him bandages. they bandaged him bandaged this cat and by bandage i mean they just kind of like loosely put like bandage all over him <laughs> yeah. and the cat was just playing with it with this old yeah. deep voice so the voice over. the best part is the voice is none other than oh, okay. julia roberts's brother eric roberts oh, i know eric roberts personally yeah oh cool. well, really yeah is he okay no. Oh. And this was in uh, 20 years ago. You knew Eric Roberts 20 years ago. Yeah. I drove so, him to four movies in the summer of 1998. And, th- and this oh was... Oh, my God. And this was before... A talking cat? cat? I can find... So before they were famous. <laughs> before his career-defining role He's, as you know, Fluffy. Do you know he was more famous than his sister? His first movies were huge. He was oh, yeah, Oscar-nominated yeah. for Runaway Train. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, he was, uh, and people like him a lot. He just seemed to have a tumultuous life that alienated a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Mickey Rourke had that really weird uh, speech when he won the Golden Globes about how Eric Roberts should be brought back into the zeitgeist. Huh. He's like, we should give Eric Roberts for shit. <laughs> you mentioned Heroes earlier. He was on Heroes. He was on Heroes. Eric Roberts, he gets work. Um, he's, uh, he's in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Um, anyway, but uh, Eric Voice. Roberts phones, literally phones in. Oh, yeah, it does sound like it's recorded uh, on a phone. It sounds like he's, like, like looking through his mail, like, going to the bathroom. The voice cooking. of the cat, if we're not clear. Yeah, yeah so he's like, plays the cat. Well, now I'm, I really want to see this fluffy, film. I'm fluffy, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a magical cat, and I'm, 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 like, here to give advice to these people. Okay, because I'm a cat. All right, and that's magic. People are so weird. Let's get these little thin 20 to 19 year old boys in some like jean shorts in the pool it's a movie yeah anyway and it's like just that voice is i'm just so bored by being told that <laughs> like the whole time it's he's he's, he's not into all we right can, we can we can watch this movie together perhaps yeah. on episode a talking 12. cat is somebody's demon um so where oh yeah so this brings us to the big climactic... There are a couple climactic moments. Dun, dun. So the Egyptian king, um, he brings together, like, a bunch of the, the Egyptians in a kind of like a moot. They have a boat moot where they all get together. They, or what they, a tie a tie them up Yeah. something They call it something like a, that. A rope quest? Oh, uh, no, yeah. It was, it's something a, about tying all the boats together. A stranding. I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding. Um... <laughs> They, uh, but then they talk about going to the north, and then there's one person who's like, I don't want to go north, and then they're like, yes, we're going to go north, and everyone's like, yes, to the north. Yeah, that, that, my note that I didn't write down yeah. is, uh, crowd scenes are hard, like, yeah. to direct, they're, they're to hard, edit. They're hard to, they're, they're to they're, shoot, they're really hard to they're shoot. They're also never, like, accurate to what a real crowd is like. I've yeah. never been in a crowd where, like, someone's like, okay, I've gathered you all here, and now we're only going to have, like, a minute of a speech. There's usually like it's a lot, right? Yeah, and yeah. There's, there's only three people in this crowd that actually have uh, opinions. Yeah, and, and one the of rest them are voice is a little over. girl. Yeah, who just they let talk. And I mean, if you if you had that, if you, we've all been to Q and As, right? Yes. The worst things on earth. Yeah. There's never been a good Q and A. No, I mean, I'm sure 
No, there's never been a good one because there's always one person who's like, say we're doing a Q&A about going north. Like, hi, so question about going north. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, so, you know, when I was actually a kid, I did read a lot about going north. Mm-hmm. I read a lot about the north. Actually, it was about, the like, the east, but, like, the east and the north, they're very similar. And I read a lot, and people made fun of me, and I did not like it. They called me a nerd because I read so much. So that's why I never read The Golden Compass because I was intimidated by it. And people were so mean. And it's like, look, if we're going to go north then I just want to know if, like, you would read my screenplay. Uh, like, that's it. They're all just, that's, <laughs> they're the worst. They're hell. And the great thing about TV and movie crowd scenes is they don't have those. Yeah, yeah that's true. It's, it's that one kid in the class yeah, that I, ruins, oh. who was like, who's like, oh, um, we get to write our own questions for the science class. Well, I'm going to make it the hardest question. Oh, those just, kids. Yeah, just the naysayers. I, I went to I just went to some panels at uh some it comedy industry panels Ooh. about like how to get booked at clubs which I didn't go to them because I wanted to get booked at clubs I'm way more sophisticated than that uh, I went to that because I had nothing, nothing else to do um and there were a lot of questions that were just like notice okay. me yeah witness me. Um, yeah, so they do a big crowd speech about we're going to go north and we're going to fight and we're going to get our kids back and we're going to avenge stuff and we're going to team up with the witches. And I'm like, ooh, cool. Witches, and the moment they said, like, the, you saw Liar's face, she's like, I'm going to meet the fucking witches. Right. She's, yeah. she's, she was just unbullied. Like, it was clear, like, uh, fucking witches. They're well, actually, sorry. Uh, what? No, uh, I had a really dumb joke and I kept interrupting you. <laughs> I'm, I was just saying, fucking witches. I do love witches. And uh, Lyra never thought she was going to meet a witch. Mm. Now, she's been hearing all these stories. And now she's going to meet a witch and a bear. Yeah, a witch and a armored freaking yeah. bear. And a multi-Tony winning guy who wrote the music, helped write the music for Moana. Moana. Consider the coconuts. Um, oh, it's such a, oh, yeah, it's a good movie. Really good. Watch Moana. Damn it. I'm going to have to get Disney Plus just so I can Just cry. find someone who has it and get the I only in. know like four people that have it that have offered it to me. Um, oh, oh, so you're fine. Because <laughs> oh, you want it at home. No, yeah, I can you get can, it at home. Just, I just am just too have, lazy to... You could get Moana from like the video rental store. No, I mean, I want to for a you know, monthly subscription fee. Anyway, Baby Yoda. So, uh... What else would you watch if you had Disney Plus? Just the Baby Yoda scene on loop. Yeah, Yeah, and just chanting quietly as my roommates get concerned in the dark as I'm sitting on the floor in my underwear going, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. Well, now (laughs) we're turning into a very weird place. We do not... No more baby. I don't think we should have right. Disney Plus. Yeah. If this is how it's going to be, I like that's the idea not of just healthy. Like withholding Disney Plus from like, me. Like you don't have to get what you want. So, um, yeah. Yeah, torture yourself. So uh, they do a big yeah. speech. Lyra does. I was expecting Lyra's speech to be a bit more, um, but it was uh, it was good. It was it was fine. Um, good, good, good crowd stuff, and then. Uh, and then the, the the I guess the Egyptian prince and uh, Tony Coster they go on a secret infiltration meeting to uh, Miss Coulter's house. Yeah, to, freelance reconnaissance. Yeah, and look, 
Lyra could have given them a bit more intel going in. Um, I mean, she told them exactly where to find it in the back office. In the yeah, she didn't tell them that that, that monkey's going to be in those air vents. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah, that is something I would have probably mentioned. But and that it can separate from yeah. the human. And it, I just don't know if she believed it that's or not. Maybe. I mean, she has a child, and she's been dealing with a lot. Yeah, it's too, like, she did get kind of kidnapped. She ran away. She's... Found out her dad is James McAvoy and her mom is Ruth Wilson. It's like, she's had a lot. She's been kidnapped, like, by multiple people. It's just been a very impactful year for her. Yeah, and she's just, you know, that's why she's just mm-hmm. so... She can't even... She's just bored. Yeah. She's just so bored of this all. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so the, the two young Egyptian lads go, uh, they infiltrate, they find some information, like, finding what part of North they're going, which it looked like sweden or finland or something like that norway i saw i don't know oh i didn't notice uh i love me a good map in a fantasy world yeah mm-hmm. i don't even think it there was a map in the book oh cool that i that they had but i mean uh, i could be wrong so, maybe just my edition didn't have it yeah so they found that but then uh-oh the evil Ooh. sad monkey saw them and miss coulter came after them uh, Tony Coster got away, but the Egyptian prince and his uh, falcon got captured by uh, Ruth Wilson and the monkey. And oh, that was a weird scene for. Yeah. But I was watching. I'm like, these actors are having a lot of fun. Like, this must have been fun to do because Ruth Wilson gets weird in it. Like, she, she yeah, she did when just her like cuddling the way she was kind of cuddling. She or monkey. She monkey. Yeah, she went him. monkey fight. Yeah. She she was finally had a real connection with her monkey. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a reminiscent she, of the Egyptian prince's torturing of the gobbler at the yeah. beginning, and they also brought yeah. up earlier, like, oh, I don't, I always wondered why she had a monkey. Mm. Yeah, uh, well, on the one of the Egyptians said that earlier in the episode. Well, people call, I mean, she says, "Hi, I'm a monkey," and people call her a monkey because. She's always if you look, around. Yeah, if uh, you look like a monkey. I forgot the monkey song. You talk like a monkey. Hey, I'm hey, we're the monkeys. Yeah. We People's don't say, monkey uh, around. Um, Anywho, yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, she uh, is like, hey, I can hurt you a lot, and by beating up on your demon, and uh, she, oh, by the way, also, uh, she has a big gun. That is a big gun. Like, that would have a hell of a kickback. Yeah, it's a. That's like a 1970s sexploitation, like, big gun, like, like she's a woman out in revenge. Not a lot of guns in this universe. Like, yeah. the gobblers board a boat, they're, like, jackbooted yeah. thugs, and they're just that, gunless. I mean, they are in England. Like, that is something that English shows tend to have less guns. Um, they don't know how cool you they know, are. Thank you. Thank you for that. Because there's nothing that I'm over more in my fantasy world than the gun porn of, like... A Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It's very, very over. I mean, just to argue with you for a second, please. God, but like, what's the best way to kill a zombie? Like a lot of zombies all at once. Guns. Yeah. So like, that's my only thing. Like, if, but also, yeah, it does kind of like make guns seem really cool. And and bullets. Guns. Bullets and gasoline. Uh, they bring cool. they bring up the bullet thing. <laughs> yeah. We got a bullet maker now. Got, yeah, Eugene. Eugene. Oh, good. No. I, I quit a long time well, ago. Well, guns guns are bad, but they are also anything that does that is cool. Anything that has like that much force and dynamic 
change material change is cool you know it's also cool a volcano you know but motorcycles motorcycles are cool they're dangerous you know it's cool someone smoking a cigarette oh yeah. they're so cool vaping is yeah. not cool at all vaping doesn't look cool they've not they've not found a way to make vaping look cool yet. yeah not yet um i mean practical yeah there's something about it that just doesn't you don't have work. fire yeah. Yeah. it's really it's just not you it's don't the have the fire yeah you you're need- like because well, fire's dangerous, and you're putting it near your yeah. face. You're smoking it into your like the real yeah, fire children, in your lungs. Children could not do this thing. A, mm-hmm. a child could vape. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, probably have th- this comes to a in thing that Portland. I actually wasn't a big supporter of in this episode. Okay, what was it? But uh, uh so Miss Coulter is threatening the 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 young the young prince, and he breaks free. And it's like, I will never betray my family. And then uh, jumps down the elevator shaft that they used to break in. Oh, yeah. Because <sighs> they did it again. His- yeah, it's the second person who's died in the uh, show. And yep. yeah. and it's a pers- another person of color. Yep. I see and, what you mean. Also- I mean, it's important to yeah. keep well, note. It, it, and it's it's not- just like it's a trend. Speaking yeah. of Walking Dead. Like <laughs> yeah, just- yeah, yeah, tr- yeah. Walking Dead is the worst. Walking Dead is worse about it. Where there's yeah. only one black man per yeah. This episode gives at least his father a chance to like react and yeah. it's not like there the show is I, I mean like it's not like it's just they're the only people of color on the show but it's the it's the second time where it's a not really that well developed character getting mm-hmm. killed like we he never, was kind of he should have been a bigger deal he yeah. had a lot of stuff to do what was his name yeah yeah but like, to be fair, it's like he was like the first no. the first Egyptian we saw because he was mm-hmm. running the yeah. episode one like ceremony to to honor mm-hmm. uh, Tony Costa's uh, yeah puberty puberty yeah. ceremony. But we don't yeah we just, I mean we know that he you know he you know he had a lot to do until he he's 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 a go getter and he's he believes in the cause and all that and it, it his dad's really sad because that's fair it sucks yeah. Um, and when, oh, when, uh, but when, and it's an effective death. So far, both of the deaths have been pretty effective, which, because he ju- uh, drops down the elevator shaft and dies, and then as he dies, like his uh, demon, demon Oh, yeah, and you see the the, yeah. the, the sparkles. Yeah, and the monkey's like, whoa. Very sad. Yeah, oh, that that was... poor monkey. I know yeah. the monkey does bad stuff, too. Like, it was complicit in that moment, but, like. But then also, like, yeah, it's it's just, like. It's kind of being forced to do this stuff in Ugh, some ways. What a bad, what a bad unhealthy dynamic. Yeah, they. Yeah. I mean, wow, mm-hmm. way to hate yourself. Yeah. It's can you a- can can you hate yourself anymore? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's. I mean, it's a bummer that he's dead, but now like the Egyptians are who's the next to die. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know who's the next to die, but like, I mean, the Egyptian. I think the old man. The old, nice, bearded, the Santa mm. Claus motherfucker. I think he's going to die um, eventually because that's going to be real sad when he dies. Saw red. Yeah. Because um, he's been nice to her. I am yeah. still surprised that the master is still alive. He just seems like... He's just at his college. Yeah, but he's like that type of character that gets killed because he's like, I'm standing up for what's right, and but I'm not really an active participant in the plot, and then he gets stabbed or smitten by a snake. Uh, one of the, well, yeah. he did kind of put in a story, like something in motion, oh, where yeah. he gave her the lithiometer, True. Yeah. and now she kind of got some basic instructions on what to do. Oh yeah, and that's she, the big thing from her heart. 
yeah, she figured it out. Like, well, mm-hmm. someone told her, like, you know, oh, yeah. you put it on the things and... Uh, the symbols mean stuff. Yeah, and they mean... like, all right, he's okay. a spy, the cauldron, Instinct? sure. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. just it's following instinct and she's mm-hmm. like, oh, that, that guy died. Yeah, so she runs out and is like, hey, he died right before everyone finds out, so they know that she can read the alethiometer. Also allows the uh, spy fly oh, yes. to discover her. Well, yes. The, yeah. Well, the question, I guess, there is would those spy flies have already discovered her if, if she was inside? Because they were right around where they were. They would have had to flown in and see Yeah. But, uh, Line yeah. Of that's a that's a scary moment because we had mm-hmm. just seen, like, a character get killed. She runs out and reminds us that that character died, and then... One of the spy flies hits a pan. Yeah, it just like takes. Well, I thought that the, the that the um, demons were going for the spy flies, mm-hmm. like because of the spy flies' like evil spirits, that the demons were naturally attracted to. Uh, I think that was just that no. was just a coincidence because they were they were attacking. Because also, didn't uh, the spy fly was attacked? But a bird demon attacked the spy fly. No, yeah, the, because they were trying to make sure it didn't get away. Because they hit knew. pan first. Sorry, I thought it hit the falcon first, and then it hit pan. There was like oh, there's chaos. Yeah, yeah but they were they were trying to get it not because of because they knew what it was. Yeah, but they got they got they one of them got away, so that means they gotta get up north asap, and that means in the fa- the Egyptian king is like, can I get his my son's body back? See, and, that's not the Egyptian king, the red headed guy. No. I'm pretty sure is no, because that's king. not he's talking no, the about the black guy's the Egyptian fa- king. He's, he was a leader of his group, but he's not the complete. They say they kept calling him. They, oh, they, do they? Yeah. yeah. Wow, did I just miss that? Yeah. Well, because it's not consistent with the novels, right? It's a little bit. I no. mean, to be fair. Yeah, to be. I've fair. gotten a lot older, mm-hmm. and even though I've like read it this year, I smoke so much weed now. <laughs> a lot of work. Mm. My brain is kind of functioning not so you know top anymore. It's all good. Memory's hard. Yeah. Well, they they also they have a pretty nebulous like uh, uh, sense of decorum in the Egyptian world. It's not like he's tr- he's not surrounded by like bodyguards at all times as a king would be. Oh yeah, he's not like that. Well, yeah, they're yeah. They're, uh, like my my grandma was queen ooh, gypsies. Really? Ooh. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's a what? That was one of Eric Roberts's first roles, King of the Gypsies. Oh. Yeah. Well, she just basically of her little group of. It's, yeah. That's really uh, wild. I can show you. In, uh, yeah, in Ohio. Ooh. When they first came over here. That's your grandmother. A great-great-grandmother. Your, oh, great-great. But you're, you're descended from royalty. Yeah, but like not good. It's not like a pristine royalty, but it's still. What so does a cool. gypsy queen do? I don't know. Gypsy she was part queen. Of the, I don't know my family, mm. that side. They, we're just learning all about it. This so. is so wild. Yeah. Um, so call them Irish up. gypsies? Well, we can't because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of them are dead. I think I read that book too, King of the Gypsies, a long time ago. Yeah, but were they Irish? Yeah, were they Irish travelers? Yeah, this this Me? book took were place they my family in the, with all the incest. I believe yeah. in the city of New York. And yeah. these, I think, were more yeah, Roma, we're, old world. I feel the Irish traveler uh, gypsy culture is is less is significantly less well known than yes, the Roma. Completely. Uh I thought my dad was lying to me for years. Um yeah, anyway. <laughs> so uh yeah, so they all head off north. Uh as as far as we know. They're yeah. going. Yeah, they're they, on the big boat. They're, they're revving the boat. They're up. going towards snow. Yeah. And uh that's the end of the episode. Um Yeah. 
then we got to see that flash forward. Yeah, and then next week, oof, next week is is next Preview week is a blockbuster episode. We got Lin Manuel Miranda. Bam. They've been they've been teasing these armored bears for weeks now. Yeah, but now we're actually getting on a string. The yeah. best character. <laughs> Berenson. Barrick. Barrick B. Berenson. He's the best. Oh god. Come on, ride a bear. Barry B. Benson. <laughs> but bears. Um I'm so excited for that because I I mean it's just a cool thing and yeah then, like I like that like Lyra's like in the n- next week on she's like we need an armored bear and it's like one armored bear is going to be very helpful but in theory it's like I mean you don't it's just one but narratively hell yeah they need an armored bear they help but I mean having one armored bear mm-hmm. against a bunch of humans pretty good. Like, come on. That's a bear. Yeah, that's, yeah. And an armored bear. And they're like, it's armor. I mean. Do we ever get a battle with, like, a lot of bears? Yeah. Well, not a lot. Well, we get a very epic battle. I know we get, like, a fist fight between two, like, like a brawl. But, I mean, like, do we ever get, like, a hundred bears charging? Ah. Well, well, maybe. Hey, change, change the story. Give me, give me bears charging. Well, it, there might be Mm -hmm. some in the... There's a lot different mm-hmm. from the TV show than the books. Yeah. Not, this hasn't been that different. I, they haven't had one, uh, what's a name? These soldiers that I was teasing in episode zero. This kind of, this like a Turkish oh, yeah. tribe of, of uh, that would have been related to like the British Empire of the 1800s. I can't remember what they're called now. Huh. Were they in this one? The first one? They're in, I don't remember the book but i so i just don't know what you're referring anyway maybe they'll be in next week um, when everything is happening everything i'm excited it's gonna be way very exciting i like the theme music now yeah what you were gonna say something i think no my my take on the theme music is that uh, i've been trying to pinpoint the three things that uh, that it is trying to be and they're all blend together it's Pirates of the Caribbean slash Gladiator because they have the same theme song that he just reused. Uh, it's the same. So Gladiator, I'd say Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, Game of Thrones, of course, and then Harry Potter. And it's like those three mm. merged together. Yeah, definitely and, get that vibe. Yeah, that's my my take. And hot, that's a hot take. Oh, so spi- spicy. Same same composer. Uh, not for this. I'm just saying for. Oh, okay. Just in the uh, no 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 I just I just always like bringing up that the Pirates Caribbean main theme is the same as the main theme from Gladiator. It's just with more. It's more bombastic in Gladiator, and it, it's it's he just reused it because it, it slaps. It's the dun 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 I thought everyone everyone at home is joining in on this. Yes, they they definitely are. Yeah, it's uh, a. Yeah. I'll back you up next week. Right. Um, I'm, I do not promise anything. Right. Uh, it's uh, yeah, so uh, I'm excited for next week a lot. We're going to find out what they've been doing to the children. Yeah, and whole, why uh, the uh, North is going to test. I don't us think all. we're going to know next episode. Right? Mm-hmm. When, they do. It, Ma show, Costa promised. Yeah, Ma, you better not be lying. Uh, the thing that this show does interesting to me is that it's. Some stuff really just happen. The reveals happen really quickly, mm-hmm. and some stuff takes a while. Uh, and that's it. That's just, the, the pacing is interesting on this show. They give you a lot and also don't at the same time. Yeah, and they give us a lot like weird things. Yeah, um, 
we just saw a picture of someone very important to mm. me. Oh, is it uh the kid? Yeah. Um, you know the the kid picture. Oh yeah, because because uh, uh, the Voldemort son, has... Voldemort, the John Perry's mm-hmm. son. Yeah, Will Perry. Will Perry. <gasps> Will. We saw Will. I I. Which is more you know subtle knife shit. Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> They're doing it very subtly. Yeah. I hope uh, no one gets knifed. <laughs> Uh, you'd have to have a amber spyglass to see a knife that subtle, and the golden compass is there too. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, any final takes on the episode that we saw? Spies. Spies. Uh, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. it. I would say it was out of all the episodes, it's the most boring. But I'm putting that in quotes. Yeah. Like it's not boring, but it's the most. It's a a, a, stand, a a pretty traditional table-setting episode. You're getting all the people in a position to move somewhere and get some... And we have a direction. Yeah. It's wrapped up the English part of the story, yeah, it seems. We're at a London now. Yeah. Um, it's on the water. Yeah. This episode... This is like a bottle episode where they saved yeah. a little bit of money. Like a ship in the bottle episode. Question. Do you think that they might have... Might be doing as many scenes in our world as a budget saving mechanism oh. just thinking you know, i know you're right like ooh, go to a cafe yeah just uh film from there and just like oh hey we're just uh using we don't have the best uh, <laughs> film rights in our world so we're coming to yours now fun yeah um well yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, goodbye. Yeah, me too. Yeah, oh. yeah. I've been Iris Gorman. You can find me on the social medias with uh, uh, Iris is a Creep. Yeah, I've, I've been Chris Hotomy. Find, find me at social media at Chris Hotomy. You know how to spell it, right? Uh, and check out my other show, Specscript. And hey, come to the Ha Ha Harvest Comedy Festival. If you're in Portland from November 29th to December 1st. All right. That's Ha-ha. it for me. <laughs> My name is Eric Klein. Thank you for listening to this episode. Oh, we have a website. We can oh, tell yeah. people thegoldenpodcast.com. And also, if you f- find any of us on Facebook, just tell us what you think of this show. Yeah. This Golden Compass program. Yeah, yeah. you can give us all the criticism you want. I'm not going to cry about it. Yeah. Um, hey, well, it's fine. Uh, D. What's a question we should ask people? What's the thing? Um, oh, yeah, we're supposed to end with like a... Oh, what, what would your demon be? Hey, everyone. Uh, find the Golden uh, Podcast on Twitter, which is at uh, goldpodpdx, and give us a, tweet us a thing. What would Trump's demon be? Uh, yeah, let's do celebrity demons. Pick any celebrities and give them Eric a demon. Eric Roberts' demon. Yeah, what's... Uh, Eric Roberts' demon is a... Talking, Talking cat. cat. All right, let's do the episode. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>